G'day everyone, I'm Brett Morrison and welcome to the Leadership Sensei radio show. Welcome back, this is a small business podcast where we look at the many facets of what it means to run, own and lead a small business, but also what it means to be a leader, not only of your business and your corporation, but also a leader of yourself and being the example for those that are with you in your life and also on your team. Thanks for joining us, welcome aboard and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome, I'm Brett Morrison, your host, and welcome to the Leadership Sensei Radio. So this week on the podcast, I'm trying to do something a little bit different. Actually, not trying, I am doing something a little bit different, and that is recording it on video as well. So for those of the visual people out there, you get a slightly different experience this week, and you can actually go to YouTube. I'll do my best to get that up on YouTube this week. If not this week, it will be next. Uh, So you can be able to see it in a slightly different format, um, for whatever your viewing pleasure is. Now today, I have a bit fairly quiet sort of a day and it's been very cold and very wet. We've had a couple of inches of rain over the last couple of days. I've got water flowing down through the paddocks outside and the green rolling hills are covered in clouds out there today. So thank you for joining me and thank you for coming back. If you're a first time, if you're a first time listener, thanks for, for joining in. And if you're listening again, Thank you for joining me and coming back and tuning in again. Uh, I'd like to say a quick shout out to all my listeners overseas. So this last couple of weeks, I've had people tuning in from Indonesia, from Malaysia. Hello and thank you for joining us. Um, Also in the United States, thank you. Look, the numbers are getting pretty tight there between Australia and the United States. I think our um, brothers and sisters over in, in the US are starting to get a little bit competitive and starting to share it around and other people are tuning in and listening. So thank you very much for doing that. We'll see who comes out on top. And uh, thank you for my listeners in Australia for tuning in and keeping the show going. We also have people over in Europe as well. So through Germany, the UK, uh, back over home here across the ditch in New Zealand as well. So thank you for joining us. Over the last couple of weeks, I've been on my daily video that I do, for those that haven't seen that, Tune in and join us, join the community at Facebook. So it's the Leadership Sensei on Facebook. Uh, I've been talking about things like taking ownership, being accountable, and being honest with yourself and playing your life at a new level. And today I want to explore that a little bit deeper and talk about some of the different levels of experience that we do when we bring to life. And I think as humans, we are quite unique amongst the, the animal kingdom in that we are the only species that attach meaning to the experiences that we have. So in other words, as humans, we are literally meaning-making machines. So things happen to us and they're neither right nor wrong or good or bad, whatever attachment that we do, we do give to that and the meanings that we make, they just are. So you're not gonna hear a zebra out in the wild going, hey, do these stripes make my butt look big? They don't care. They know they got stripes. They may not even be aware that they have stripes, but they just get on with their life. Now, you're also not going to hear about another animal who takes nuts from another species because they're hungry, going, gee, I wonder, I hope their kids are getting something to eat tonight. They don't care. All they know is that they are hungry, they need food, and they go get it. And as humans, we bring ourselves undone because we spend so much mental time, so much mental energy and capacity worrying about the things that we probably have no right to be worrying about. And so... What that does is it actually draws us back from living the full life that we can actually live and experience life on a whole new level by attaching more positive meaning to our experiences that we have each day. 
So I want to have a look at four different levels today. And the fourth level is what I call, uh, look, it, it doesn't feel good to be on a level four playing field. It doesn't feel good to do it. It isn't good for you. It isn't good for others. And it's not good for the greater good. So in other words, we go, well, gee, why would we do that? But look, many of us do. Many of us actually play in this level four space quite a lot. So when I talk about level four, I'm talking about you know, the types of things that could happen, uh, like on the extreme level, taking drugs. There are a lot of people who have addictions. There are a lot of people who take drugs recreationally. We know it's not good for us. And most of the time, it doesn't even feel good. Like it might give us a, a, an instant buzz, but it's not good for us. It's not good for those around us. And it's definitely not good for the greater good. But we still do it. On a less extreme level, though, we do have things like blaming others. We lie to ourselves. You know, we go, look, oh, I didn't get that job done this week because, um, you know, Joe blogs around the corner, didn't provide, provide the information. Or, you know, I haven't been able to fit into my new jeans yet because, uh, you know, work got really busy and I couldn't go out and exercise. And these are examples of us lying to ourselves, not being honest with what's really going on and not taking accountability for our own actions. And we really need to be, move into that space where we do start taking accountability. But the first part of that is stop lying to ourselves and stop blaming other people. Stop creating all these reasons why we haven't got the results in our life that we really want. You are getting the results in your life based upon the actions that you take right now. If you want different results, you need to start taking different actions. And then as we get step through these different levels of experience, we're going to see how you can start to do that today. Now, when we talk about our level three types of experience, now this is the stuff that does feel good, whether it be a long time or a short time, but it does feel good at the time when you do it. But we still know it's not good for us. We still know that's not good for those that are around us. And we know it's not good for the greater good. So we're not adding value to the community at large. We're not adding value to the people who are close to us. We're not adding value to ourselves. And we're not allowing ourselves to shine in the best way that we possibly can and be the best version of ourselves each and every moment of the day. And this becomes really important because some of the ex ex examples that I would put into the space would be a slight variation on what the level four was. Before level four, you know, procrastination is something that we all do and that is, you know, a level four experience. We know that we should be doing something else, but we'll go and go, okay, well, maybe I'll just go down and have a lay down or maybe I'll watch TV or uh, maybe I'll go play video games, depending on your age bracket. Um, but level three has a slightly different slant on that. And this is where we get into start moving into constructive avoidance. So you know you should be writing a letter out to all your clients or sending out you know, a, a new lot of, you know, maybe putting a video out or putting a podcast together or developing a new course. But you're going, you know what? I, I really could be doing, like, I'll clean the house or I'll wash the car. Or, so you're still doing something that's constructive. You'll um, maybe look for some pictures for your website. So you spend a lot of time keeping yourself busy. And this is the art of busyness. So I would clearly put the art of busyness 
into this level three space. It feels good to be busy. It, and in actual fact, I think you know, we wear it as a badge of honor. So when people go, hey, how are you going? You go, oh, mate, you're not going to believe it. I'm flat out. I'm so busy. I haven't been able to get this done. I haven't been able to get that done. And so we start putting these reasons out there again. We start blaming all these things that are going on around us. But, but we do it in a more artistic form, which is, well, look, I'm so busy. And this is a good thing, right? So um, I'm so busy. I haven't been able to get to that. But I will. I'm, I'm getting to it. I've just got to get all this other stuff done first. But the reality is that 20% of your actions will give you 80% of your results. But so many of us focus on the 80% of actions that will give us 20% of the results. And sure, you might be moving forward a little bit, but you're expending all this time, you're expending 80% of your energy to get just 20% of the results. You really got to nail that down to, hey, what is that 20% that I can do that's going to give me 80% of my results? And so this whole idea of constructive avoidance really comes into play in our level three space. Other examples of that might be, you know, having a poor diet, eating the wrong foods. Like, I, I am a chocoholic, so, so I know that eating chocolate is not good for me. I know that eating chocolate isn't good for those around me even. It's not adding value to the greater community, but it feels good at the time. I love the taste of chocolate. And, you know, in its own way, that's not good or bad. It just is. But it's the amount that people have. So when you can then combine that with other poor diet habits, we can actually be sabotaging our own success. And that might also go then with how we exercise. So we'll do other things to avoid doing the thing that we know we should be doing, which is out going for a run or going for a walk or training on whatever level that it might be that you want to do. And so that now flips us over to level two. The second level is a little bit different. This is where we really start to, to nail in on that 20% of things that will give us 80% of the results, the old Pareto principle. And, but these things don't necessarily feel good. And I know you're going to step back a bit and go, hey, what are you doing to me? You want me to actually do things that don't feel good? Well, actually, yeah. So... For those that have been watching my YouTube clips or my Facebook clips over the last few weeks, you'll know that I've been saying uncomfortable is the new black. If there's something that you think is going to be that you should do but it's uncomfortable, it's already in your mind, go do it. Get yourself uncomfortable. Get used to living outside your comfort zone. And this is where level two types of experiences really come in. They don't feel good for you to do, but they are good for you. They're good for those who are around you and they're good for the community that you are in. So they're good for the greater good. So what sort of examples would I put into this space around level two? The things that I would squarely put into level two is having discipline. Now, I know some people sit back on that and they go, well, no, look, I'm not really into that whole discipline thing. It's too too regimented. And, and like for those that know me, they... You know, you'll know that I have a, a military background. I also have a very strong background in martial arts. So there's a lot of personal discipline that are, that's in that space. But the reality is that if you want freedom, if you want true freedom, to have choice to do the things that you really want to do, that will not come without a level of discipline. If you want to be able to have the freedom to play any piece of music that you want on a piano, that comes with years of discipline practice. You need to get on and you need to play your scales. You need to practice your scales. You need to start at the beginning and work your way up. There's very, very few, if 
any people who can sit down at a piano after not even seeing one before and go, you know what, I'm just going to play a concerto. It's unusual, if not impossible. I'm sure there's someone out in the world that can probably do it, but for the majority of people, that's not the case. It takes years of discipline to practice to do that. It's the same for in the, in the martial arts. For those that want to reach to become a black belt, there's years of just turning up. And sometimes that is weeks and months of doing the same technique over and over and over again. And I know in our Western culture, in our Western world, we don't see that as exciting and it's not catering for the kids' minds and stimulating them, but it's about getting the basics right. And they say that a black belt was really just a white belt that showed up continually over and over and over again. For those that have been in the martial arts, you'll know that when you get to black belt, you're not learning anything really tricky. All you're doing is doing the basics really well. And that's a mindset that comes with that. I'd also put accountability. And I guess that's part of that whole discipline, being accountable. I'd put practice in there. So you, if you're learning a musical instrument or you're learning a new skill, a new job, for example, practice it. Learn it, embrace it, be part of it. You know, you, you can't do things without being, getting yourself uncomfortable. You can't grow yourself. Growth comes in the failure. Growth comes in not... Sorry, I was knocking off my microphone. I was getting a little bit excited there. I just put that back together. I was getting a bit excited with my hands. Uh, I do apologize there. Um, yeah, so the growth literally comes in the failure. Growth comes in not knowing. It's when they're not knowing that you go out and you learn new things. You go and do the research. The failure is only a failure if you don't learn something from it. You've got to make mistakes. You've got to break a few eggs to make an omelette, as they say. And the reality is that if you go through life never failing at anything, then you're probably not trying hard enough. And you're probably not learning a great deal along the way either. You might have a great theoretical understanding of what it is that you're doing, but until you actually do something, until you actually apply those skills, you're not really learning. And then many times I'll say that you can get a qualification or you can get an education. And I think they go hand in hand. But I have seen many people over the years, especially in the corporate world, who they will collect qualifications because that will get them another job. And sure, many times it will get them in the door. But the problem is that once they're in the door and they've got the job, they're found lacking because they don't have an education to back up their qualification that they've got. Now, the, the difference between it is once you get your qualification, I believe you should get that qualification, right? So I'm not saying don't go to college, don't go to university, don't go to school. I'm saying get the qualification because the qualification will give you the theoretical foundations of what it is that you're learning. And they say if you, before you can break the rules, you need to know what the rules are. And so that qualification will let you know what those rules are. It'll give you the left and right of arc of your industry, of your craft, what you can and can't do or shouldn't do or what works and what doesn't work. But when you apply it, you'll find that it will be different on every person. It'll be different in every situation. And that's when you bring that, that newness of you, that brings your your spirit into your craft so you can try things and when it fails you hmm okay that didn't work but that's actually what the book said the text said that wouldn't work so why didn't it work why didn't it work in this case but I've actually seen it work over there so you start to learn in the doing it's not about in the learning and getting a theoretical understanding that's great but it's actually in the doing that you learn this is where that whole level two experience comes in because it is uncomfortable it may not feel good to go out and run and run and run if you want to run a 100-kilometer race. 
trust me, after about 20 kilometers, it just feels like you're running for the sake of running. But when you're in the race, it feels fantastic, especially when you finish, knowing that you know, probably only 1% of the population will ever run a marathon. So that number that run 100 k's is even less. And so you, you're actually putting yourself into quite an elite group of people that have actually achieved significant stuff. And now the question is, why would you even do that in the first place? Well, this is about getting uncomfortable, right? So it's about understanding where your limits are, but then pushing beyond those. They say the body's capable, actually the, the body will stop when, oh, I think the mind, I, tell you, I think they say the mind will stop the body when it's about 40% done. So you've got all this extra space to go and the body's capable of so much more once you train your mind. And this is where that discipline and that accountability and owning your own space, not lying to yourself, just being honest with who you are and honest with, getting the, honest with the results that you're getting and why you're getting them. And remember, there's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad in all this. It's about the mean that you attach to the experience that you've had. And this is why you can grow up in a family and have two or three or four siblings in the family and they'll all take away different experiences of life. Some will blame their parents for something and others will go, no, my parents were the, the best thing ever. And they grow up in the same family. They grew up in the same bedroom half the time. So it's about the meaning we attach to the experiences that we bring. And level two is about just doing the practice, being real with yourself, being truthful and honest and stopping, stopping the lies about why you're not getting the results that you believe you should be getting. So that moves us into level one. So now level one is that spot where I'm not too sure if you've ever had that experience and sometimes it's probably, it's easier to have this as, as a sports analogy where you're just in the zone. Now, there's a book out called Flow, and I can't pronounce the name of the, of the author. I do know who the author is, I just can't pronounce his name, it's, it's quite long. But it talks about being in flow, and this is where things just happen. And it's one of those days where you, know, you just know that everything's going right. It doesn't matter what you do, whether you're on the sport field, and you might be on the sport field, and everything, like you kick the ball and it goes super long, or you do a pass and it'll get cut between two players, or you, you know, you're throwing a pass, and you know you take a shot at the hoop if you're playing netball and just go straight in or basketball whatever it's going to be but you know that you just have one of those days where you're just in the zone and everything just flows nicely for you but this can also happen in the workplace so when you really know your craft when you've done all those hours of level two type work and type two of practice level two practice you get in that zone when just things just work for you and people go wow you know he's so lucky or she's so lucky and she just just, everything just comes so easily to you. And I'll give you an example of this. So many years ago, going back probably about 10 years or so now, I had to do a presentation. We had a, a, you know, a cinema full of people um, and I had to give a 90-minute presentation. But there's three people on, on my team and I had two new people and myself and I was a um, more experienced member on the team. So we decided to break it up. So I was going to do the first 30 minutes and then... Um, one of the new guys was going to do the, the second 30 minutes. Then we had another team member. She was also new and she was going to do the last 30 minutes because she was a bit more experienced um, than, the, than the second guy. And we're going to do a strong finish, like a strong start, strong finish. And if you know, we needed to have a bit of a cover up in the middle, we could step in and, and sort of cover that gap. But so the first one went well. Second one went well. And the third one, when she got to speak she started to lose it. And look, this isn't unusual. So 
this isn't judgment whether it's good or bad because a lot of people do struggle in public speaking and some days you just have one of those days so we talk about being in flow which is good but also you have days when you're not in flow right so even i have experienced those so this particular day it didn't go well and anyway she's asked me to hop up and answer a couple of questions and i've just flowed on from there because i, I knew the topic so i'd actually given the presentation multiple times and that was okay but the interesting part was at the end you know she goes to me she goes look Brett, you make this sound so easy it looks so natural when you do it and i said well that's right look it does look that way i said but last night in my motel room i spent three hours going over that 30 minute presentation and the next comment was the interesting part because she goes but you know this stuff you've been doing this for four four or five years why would you spend three hours going over a 30 minute presentation and my response was quite clearly so that when i get up it looks like it's natural and it looks like it's effortless and I just noticed like it's back of my hand. I said, but the reality is there's a lot of work that goes into making that 30 minute presentation look effortless, easy and natural. And so this is a classic example of doing the level two stuff. You know, sure, when you're in a motel room away from your family, there's much better things that I could think of doing than going over my notes for, for three hours for the next day to do a 30 minute presentation. I could have gone to bed early. I could have sat back and watched a movie. I could have done many things. I could have read a book, but I didn't. I spent those three hours going over my notes for a 30-minute presentation. It's doing those level two things to get a level one experience at the end because I knew that was good for me. It was good for others. It was good for the greater good. I was adding value to the community that I was speaking to and I was helping my stakeholders out. And the people that were in that room got a lot more value out of it because I knew my stuff. I knew my content and I was adding to their business. Now, the whole presentation went really well overall and you know everyone loved it. But the reality is that there's, you've got to do some work. You can't just hop up and expect things just to come naturally if you don't know your content, right? So this is where we move from level two to level one. When you do the level two, the level ones will just come naturally. Not always, but it makes it easy and get into flow and it'll just, it will seem effortless, it'll look effortless. And this is the same whether whatever business or um, industry you're in, know your craft, dedicate yourself to learning your craft and making it a craft. There's knowing it as a job, then it's turning it into a craft, which is about embracing it, making it part of who you are. And the key to collecting level ones is doing level twos. So understanding what that level two experience is in cracking on, so it's about getting those, what we mentioned earlier about the 20 percenters that give you 80% of the results. Get in, get uncomfortable in that space. Because the more level ones you can collect through life, the more enjoyable it will become. Could you imagine spending every day just being in flow, being in that moment where, excuse me, everything just works nicely and seamlessly and it feels natural and effortless. That would be fantastic. But it only comes from doing a whole heap of level twos. So I just want to quickly start to wrap this up. Our level three and four levels, you know, in that domain, it's really the space of not being real. It's about telling ourselves lies, making reasons, making excuses. It's about blaming others. Now, that's not a good space to be. It's not good for you. It's not good for those who are close to you. It's definitely not good for the greater good. And quite often in that space of people that start to do that behavior, 
I often see people recruit. So they're happiest when they're recruiting others to do the same thing. And that's where it starts to move out of this being good for other people as well. Because you're starting to drag them down to the level that you want to play at. But when you step up, when you go to another level, when you get more accountability in your life of the things that you do, you need to just get real with yourself. Be brutally honest with yourself. Now, it's not comfortable playing in this level two, level one experience level because when you start looking at yourself and looking at your shadow self especially, looking at the reasons why you come up with all these excuses and reasons about why you haven't getting, or you're not getting the results in your life or your business that you think you should be getting, it can be very confronting. It can actually be overwhelming too. So how do we get through that overwhelm? How do we get through that moment of going, holy crap, it's that bad that I might as well not even bother because I'm not going to get there. Well, the fact is you start with something. Pick one thing that will move you forward and do that. Momentum doesn't just happen. Momentum comes from being taking action. You know, a snowball doesn't get momentum at the top. It's building momentum as it goes down. And the more movement, the more action you get, the more momentum you'll get. The emotion of motivation, the emotion of happiness, the emotion of getting results will follow the motion. So the emotion will follow the motion and follow the action that you take to get you moving forward. One little step at a time. And if it's one little step a day, if you do that over a year, that's 365 steps that you have taken that you would not have taken in the previous 12 months. So it's about losing weight, whether it's about getting more clients through your door, whether it's about being able to run a marathon, whatever your desire, your dream is, start to take action. And when you start moving to this level two space, it's about being uncomfortable. Get yourself uncomfortable. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. So for example, this morning, it was about eight or nine degrees outside. It was raining and the rain had bits of hail in it, like small bits of ice. So to say it was a little bit cold, it was a Probably an understatement. Now, I'm from Queensland. For those of you who know Australia, Queensland's at the north side, the north end of the country, which is close to the equator, so it's warm. A cold day up there is 19 degrees Celsius. For those over in America, that's probably pretty warm, especially if you're up the north end of America. Right, so I think, you know, I think our zero degrees is like 32 degrees in your language. So when I'm talking eight or nine degrees, it's still pretty warm in your space, but it was cold. The wind was freezing. The, the wind chill factor was really bad. But I still went in and did my ocean dip this morning without a wetsuit. Whew. Still a bit cold from it, I might add. But I got myself uncomfortable because I know it's good for me. I know it's good for those around me because I'm healthier. I feel better. The inflammation in my joints goes down as I'm getting older because the cold water takes that inflammation away and makes it feel a lot better. So... Be comfortable getting uncomfortable. Be comfortable in this level two space of learning new things, stretching yourself and learning to fail and, and learn from those failures and making mistakes and learning from those mistakes so you can prove yourself better. If you see someone that's never made a mistake in their life and you'll be looking at someone that hasn't actually learned a great deal. So be comfortable making mistakes. Don't care what people say or think about you doing those things. Just get out there and do it. So as, as we wrap up, I think that's probably a good space to wrap it up. Get comfortable learning the new things. Do the level two experiences, which is doesn't feel good, 
but it is good for you. It is good for others and it is good for those around you. Move out of that space. Move away from that space of taking the easy road. Travel that road less travel, as they say. Do the things that you know will move you forward to get the results that you want to achieve in your life. Have a great week. Well, there we go. We've wrapped up another podcast. Thank you for staying with us. And for if you're a new person coming into listener, new listener, thank you for joining us here at the Leadership Sensei Radio. If you're a repeat listener, thank you so much for doing that. Thank you for joining us again. And I hope you got great value once again from that. And also, I'd like to say again, thank you to my listeners all around the world. You make a big difference. It makes it really meaningful for me to know that there are actually people tuning in and listening. If I can ask you to please subscribe on whatever platform that might be, whether it be iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher, whatever platform that you're listening to this on. If you haven't seen my YouTube channel, please go to The Leadership Sensei. You'll see this podcast come up live over the next couple of weeks as we get that through. If you haven't joined me or joined our community at on Facebook, please also do that. You can find me at The Leadership Sensei on Facebook. Most days I do have a short video going up and I do put other content up there at various times as well. So thank you again. Have a great week. I'll see you next time.